Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, June 12th, 2023, and today is our 155th devotional. And today we're continuing on with looking at how Christ was about the Father's business in his teaching to us, and we're up to Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 22. And or uh, 21, sorry, 21. Um, and I think uh, this is just one of those practical pieces of uh, instruction that Christ gives to us. Uh, let's go ahead and read it and take a look at it. It says this, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through, nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And as we start to look at this idea of where are we going to have our treasure, um, I I think it's just important for us to understand um, what is a treasure for us? Uh, what is it that we want most? I mean, today, as I was out on my bicycle, um, I, I went in and I passed out some tracks today, and as I was riding along, I saw two Maseratis, I saw uh, a Porsche, I, I saw some really nice bicycles, and, and I see these things, and I think, wow, that is a nice-looking car, or that's a nice-looking bike, or uh, that's a nice-looking house that I'm getting ready to put a track in their mailbox. And so as you see these things, uh, something that I'm always reminded of when I look at these things is that um, according to Second Peter, um, he, he says that the earth will be consumed with fire uh, when Christ comes back. He will, it will all melt with fervent heat, uh, Peter tells us. And, and so everything that we see is getting ready to be done away with. Uh, what happens to our treasures? Well, what happens to a house? It starts to deteriorate. If you live in a house, you have to keep it up. You have to keep working on different parts of it. Things start to deteriorate. You have to uh, take care of the walls. You have to take care of the roof. You have to take care of painting it. Uh, there's always something to do uh, when you own a house. Uh, if you own a farm, I know this for a fact. My dad always said uh, that he didn't own the farm. The farm owned him. And he could not take vacations uh, as often as he would have liked to because he had a farm to take care of. Plus, he had a pharmacy to take care of. Uh, he was just tied down because of the things that he had. And, and he told me one time, he said, uh, he envied me that, I had so little that was tying me down. I, I could just load it all up and pack it and go to a different country and live in a different country. And uh, it wasn't a big deal. In fact, if I had to right now, we could load everything up right now and move from this place uh, in just a short time if we needed to, if we really needed to. So uh, the things that we have, oftentimes they have us. But a house, it ties you down. A car, it will tie you down. Uh, 
you can't go places, you can't do things uh, when you have a car that you have to take care of. If you have to go to the airport and park your car, you're going to pay for somebody to take care of your car and watch your car. We've done that several times. What about money? What about our bank account? If we have saved and saved and saved where we have so much money and then we start to see inflation kick in and the money that we've saved up because of inflation, it's just withering away the buying up power of the money that we have. It's just dwindling away, even though we're not doing anything with it there. Think about a computer, even uh, something that all of us have to have, all of us use. Um, you buy it one day and, and it seems like inevitably uh, two or three days later, the new brand will come out, the new thing will come out, and it makes what you have obsolete. Uh, yes, it still works, but now there's a new operating system. Now there's a new update to it. Now you've got to do something, and, and the, the thieves are always trying to get through and hack your system and steal what you have. Uh, and so he says here, he makes it very plain, uh, but lay not to lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. Uh, why? Because it's going to deteriorate. It's not going to last. Uh, it's not going to be there oftentimes when you need it. We think that we're sacrificing the moment to save for the future when we're putting our money away. And, and that makes sense. And it's good to have a savings account. I'm not saying anything against that. Uh, but it's not going to be worth what you think it is when you want it uh, to spend it. Uh, so what is Jesus telling us here? Well, he tells us in verse 20, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Um, can you imagine if God let thieves into heaven? I mean, okay, uh, he, he's promised to forgive us and let us, you and I, into heaven. And who of us has not stolen something? Uh, but it only comes when we repent and turn from our thieving ways, you might say, uh, that he lets us into heaven. But if he let a thief into heaven, uh, what would that be like um, if we had decay in heaven? Uh, heaven would not be heaven if there was decay. Uh, I think about working on the farm. Uh, one of the things that is so uh, funny to me is that so quickly uh, you can clean up a pasture, you can clean up an area and leave it alone for even six months and you come back to it. And it's grown over with thorns and thistles already and you have to work it again. In heaven, it won't be that way. Uh, it won't decay. It won't get grown over. Uh, it's going to be a perfect place. Uh, he's telling us, send your stuff ahead. And it kind of reminds me of a story that I heard. And, and this is a practical story for us. But uh, the story that I heard back when I was in high school was about a king. And he had a jester uh, in his court that he would... Uh, just make fun of all the time, and the jester just took it, and he was just jovial about it, and yes, I'm the dumbest person that you know, and, and so the king 
one day he gave the jester a stick and he said when you find somebody dumber than you you can give the stick away and the the jester carried the stick for for years and years and, and the jester and the king they had a good relationship but the king would always ask jester do you still have your stick and yes i still have it i haven't found anybody dumber than me and uh that was just a, a a joke as they would walk along and and he would see the jester at different times and yes i still have my stick i'm still carrying my stick well the king got sick and realized he was getting ready to die and the jester walked in and he had his stick and and the king you know he's making uh trying to make it lighthearted, trying to help the jester understand what's going on and and uh, jester says yeah i've still got my stick here coming to see you but you don't look so good and he says well i'm getting ready to take a journey and, and the jester says well that in, in your condition that doesn't sound very good and he says well it's it's a long journey and uh you know it's it, it I, i'm going to a far country and the jester says well have you sent anything on ahead of yourself have you prepared for this country that you're getting ready to go to? Have you done anything to, to get ready for this journey that you're getting ready to go on? And the king looked up and he says, no, I, I really haven't. And the gesture leans over and he says, here, I found somebody that's dumber than me and gave the stick back to the king. Uh, and, and yes, that's a little bit funny, comical, but it brings home the, the idea that we have to prepare for the journey that we're getting ready to go on. Each and every one of us are getting ready to die. And, and if we have not prepared uh, for the next life, that's what God gives us this life for, is to prepare for the next. And if we haven't done that, we aren't doing our job. If we're not teaching our children to do that, we're not doing our job. If we're just living for the here and the now, we're some of the dumbest people to have ever lived. That just is, is a foolish, foolish thing to do. Is to just live for the moment, for the present. But it seems like in our day and age, that's what more and more people are doing. So I hope this will encourage you to start laying up treasure in heaven. You say, how do I do that? How do I lay up treasure in heaven? Well, first off, what's your treasure? Where do you spend your time? Where do you spend your energy? Is your time and energy spent on your relationship with Christ? Is your time and energy spent on uh, those things that he's told told us to do, he will not be a debtor to anyone. And, and I would encourage you, take some time today and spend some time with him and, and in his word and just read some of his word. The word of God will endure forever, the Bible tells us. And if we will hide it in our hearts, we'll have something that will never be able to be taken away from us. So I hope that's a help to you. And I hope that's uh, an encouragement for you to get into the Word of God a little bit more this week. Uh, until the next time, auf Wiederhören.